Hi, this is Lawrence Hart with Internet TV Plus Podcast. We are talking today with Ray Williams. He's the CEO of Crumbs Music Media. Crumbs Music is the pre-cleared music licensing authentic catalog and production company. They specialize in helping music supervisors, editors, and media producers to find music fast, immediately get licenses to use it, and to lower costs than traditional music licensing and synchronization costs. So let's welcome today Ray Williams. How are you doing today, Ray? Terrific. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. So, Ray, when we talked before, I was impressed that you have kind of a balance between music artist management A&R and music supervisor experience. It gives you kind of a unique perspective. Talk about first your A&R background. What did you do when you got started? Uh, how did you get involved and, and who, who were you involved with? So I worked on a TV show as an assistant to Kathy McGowan, who was a presenter of a TV show called Ready, Steady, Go helped her as a young kid. She introduced me to a chap called Brian Somerville, who was the Beatles publicity manager. He took on some new clients. They were the Kinks, Sonny and Cher, and from Atlanta, Tommy Rowe. And I was assigned to these guys when they came over and they would tour in England and uh, or, or Europe. I was very lucky. I met nearly everybody in the music business of that time. And then um, Tommy Rowe invited me to work for his manager, Phil Lowry, who were based in Atlanta. And I came back and started promoting their, their songs and tracks. And we had great songwriters like Joe South and Mac Davis, lots of fabulous writers. I, I then was offered this job as head of A&R for Liberty Records. And when I became head of A&R for Liberty Records, I was still virtually a teenager, but I lied about my age. I became head of A&R for Liberty Records and then put an ad in the newspaper looking for new talent. And amongst the talent that answered that was um, Jeff Lynn and his band The Idol Race, which I signed. Then I found this guy called Reg Dwight, who became Elton John, and I introduced him to Bernie Taupin, his lyric writer. Mike Batt, who's pretty big in Europe. There were many, many writers that we signed. Another band called Family, the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band, who had a big number one hit with I'm the Urban Spaceman. Basically, my background was in that. Then I, and then I became Elton's personal manager. In fact, I, before that, I became Jeff Lynne's and, and the Idol Races personal manager for about two albums and a number of singles, and we had modest success. And then I became Elton's personal manager and took him to America. That was big success. That lasted a few albums. And then I, I went to Scotland and found Steeler's Will, which was uh, Jerry Rafferty and Joe Egan and Rab Noakes. We ended up making an album with Lieber and Stoller, and we had Stuck in the Middle with You and, you know, quite a few hits there. I managed a band called the uh, Blues Band with Paul Jones and Tom McGuinness from Manfred Band. And I, I gave up with that and started to get into being a music supervisor back in 1984 when it was all very new. And I started a company with Tony Stratton-Smith, who had Charisma Records. He had Genesis and Peter Gabriel and Julian Lennon. And we started a, a company called the Pollyanna Music and Film Company, which was a music supervising company. Sadly, Tony died. And I continued. So... You know, one of my early films was a film called Insignificance, and that led me to many other films uh, directed by Nick Rogue. 
I got a really big film, which was uh, The Last Emperor. I worked on that for three years or so. It won many Academy Awards, including the Best Original Soundtrack. Why don't we start off real quick and say, what is uh, pre-cleared music licensing? Pre-cleared music licensing is a fast and efficient way to get a music rights clearance. In particular, the traditional way of doing it it was long-winded. You had publishing rights and you have your master right, and both have to be cleared if used in any any form of visual device. The biggest problems were the fact you had lots of, many times, there could be two or three or four publishers involved with one copyright. There might be three record labels involved with one copyright. This would take you months and months and months to clear, if you could clear it at all. So the object of a pre-licensing site is to have everything pre-licensed and pre-agreed so that the user is able to go online and if they like the piece of music, are able to uh, download it after paying with their credit card in a matter of minutes. When you mention that they could pay with their credit card, does that mean that pre-cleared music licensing, there's no negotiation? That's right. Well, there is a, a negotiation. If the budgets go over, if you wanted something for a film, you need to have things cleared perpetually and you need to have clearances uh, on a global basis for a feature film. So when it gets up to 50 million, the budget of a film, then we will ask people to call us and we'll negotiate the price. But up to $50 million budget, you can uh, buy your license online. So let me see if I understand what you've said, is that if I'm a music supervisor and editor and I want a song, I go to the Crumbs website, I choose my song, my my use type, and then I pay the fee that's there and I'm done and I get my license and I get my music. Is that right? Yeah, after you've chosen your music, you could go to the checkout and you have a menu of rights that you're trying to clear. You might want to use it just for your personal use to put in your, your wedding photographs and it probably cost you 18 bucks. But if you're going to have full commercial use, it's going to cost, you know, a few thousand bucks or more. So you talked a little bit about how music licensing had traditionally been done. What are the basic music licensing options that are used for movies and TV shows today? Well, the basic options, as a a former music supervisor myself, once you've chosen the piece of music, you would then have to go to the relevant publisher and go to the copyright department and make an offer for the use of that piece of music that they control. If you've got that, you would then have to go to the master use, uh, which will be a label in most cases, and you'd have to negotiate with their legal department. And of course, all this negotiation takes months and months and months because the departments are running so slowly. It has taken me up to eight months sometimes to clear, uh, in particular, say, a David Bowie track, which was for a Lars von Trier film, Breaking the Waves, And because there were three publishers and uh, I think three record labels that had uh, a share in it, and they all had to be negotiated. That took at least eight months. David Bowie wasn't the problem. In fact, uh, nor was his manager, but the publishers were. But anyway, 
We didn't have a great deal of money, so that probably helped as well. But it can take a long time. As a music supervisor, when they're making that decision, I think I heard you say that, that the traditional way uh, is for them to get popular hit songs and do the clearance. From what I understand, uh, I think you explained to me before we got started uh, when we were talking about this podcast, is that you provide authentic music. Music supervisor also has the options to do you know, some public domain stuff. So can you just share with us a little bit about the authentic music option? Right. We carry uh, two things, authentic and uh, production library. Authentic music is really the real thing. It's bands, it's singers, you know, original music that's being composed for exploit, commercial exploitation as opposed to library or stock music, which is basically music put together by the yard. In other words, people will have, you'll have libraries where they make an album of uh, waltz music. Authentic would be having the real Strauss stuff. So authentic music is really helping new and emerging bands to have an outlet for licensing their ways because the major companies don't do very much for them anymore. So does authentic music, is it something like would be similar to other music, like a similar genre or tempo or something like that? Is that is that what they're creating? In other words, if I'm a music supervisor, I'm looking for a certain type of sound? Sure. Well, there's a lot of new and emerging artists that are out there that just haven't had the opportunity to have their their works exploited. And there's many, many bands that are influenced by many famous bands. So there's going to be a lot of indie bands that provide great material for background music and films, and, and indeed to be featured in films. So what surprises companies most about things that you've heard about pre-cleared music licensing? What surprises companies or music supervisors about using pre-cleared music licensing? Well, I suppose how simple it is. The challenge always, when I was a music supervisor, is... We, we had the worries of budget, and we also had the worries of a, a, a director who maybe had great ideas for music, but we could never, ever afford them. And so I would always go to the editor who was assembling music and try and get them to put music that was affordable at the very beginning before the director became too attached to it. Very often you used to find films where You'd have Beatle tracks, you'd have Rolling Stone tracks, you'd have Led Zeppelin, you'd have all sorts of stuff, all totally unaffordable with the budgets that we had. So the thing here is uh, if you find a piece of music that's suitable is, <laughs> and it works for the editor or for the director and producer, you're able to download it and use it in uh, the format you require, and it, it's done in a matter of minutes. That's, I guess that's the surprising factor. Music supervisors now, or some are beginning to carry their own catalogue of tracks that they try to push into films or to projects. But um, having a, a catalogue like ours means that uh, it's accessible 24 hours a day. And so if a TV company or a film company are being held to ransom by some copyright holder for a particular track, they can get it replaced immediately by going on crumbs. Yeah, so it has a rapid replacement uh, opportunity. It's a rapid replacement, and um, it, it's, it's a great alternative. 
you know, one of the biggest issues is uh, when a film's being made, there are, of course, delivery requirements. And amongst the um, delivery requirements are the clearances for music, a properly put together cue sheet. And unless those things are in place, let's say a film has been um, financed by a bank to some part, then is delivering uh, the film to a distributor, whatever that distributor is these days, and they will give them money once everything, but they'll give them the money once to pay back the bank, once everything has been um, properly handed over with proper clearances and proper contracts for all the artists, directors, and so on and so forth. So it's one of those things that, because music is traditionally the last thing that uh, has been done in a film, can hold up the delivery of a major film. So here, so here's a great way to, if somebody is uh, holding you to ransom, to be able to just replace it and then deliver it to the uh, distributor. Sounds like a really important thing for music supervisors. So that leads me to an, another question, which is, uh, you mentioned that music supervisors would use a pre-cleared music licensing solution, but uh, you talked a little bit about maybe the editors using them before the director sees it. Who are the types of people who would be interested in using uh, a pre-cleared music licensing solution? Well, I think uh, trailer makers, that, you know, that are putting trailers together uh, for films that, uh, let's say, here we are in... Uh, the beginning of a year and the film's going to be released uh, in a few months. Probably the, the music track hasn't been totally finished yet. So they can assemble um, a, a little campaign using alternative music. And this is a very simple way to gather the music and get it cleared. And it's also quite reasonable. Uh, are there any other types, any other types of companies like uh, gaming? What about gaming well, companies? Gaming companies they, they, they need music, and they need a lot more music um, generally than a film because all their programming, what they need is absolutely to have a theme, but they need lots of other bits and pieces to go with it so that they virtually have got a, a catalogue of music that goes with that project, that game. So, you know, you, you, you've probably got the, uh, the main theme, which everybody remembers the project by, and then you need lots of other alternative because sometimes the decision making in these games is never quite sure what, which way it's going to go. So you need a different sting for that direction that it goes in. So you need to build up a catalog for a games maker. So can you kind of walk us through how, say, a music supervisor who's been given um, a movie to, to add music to, how they would go about uh, selecting pre-cleared music for their movie. So basically, if, if someone wants to get some pre-cleared music licensing from Crumbs, how do they do it? Well, it's very simple. First of all, you, 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 you sign up. It costs you nothing. And it means that you can, you can put in uh, certain keywords. You can use the filter. So, for example, if you're looking for rock and you want uh, ambient rock or you want aggressive rock, you can put those keywords in, and that will take you to a selection of uh, tracks that we have for sale. So you then start to listen to these tracks, and uh, a track comes up. You will actually then put that in your list as one of your favorites, 
uh, you would then choose uh, some other tracks maybe. You'd build up your short list. And then what you could do is you would, with your list, you could try out those tracks on a thing we have called the Assessor. And what the Assessor does is allows you to upload the video of your of, of a piece of music, a, a piece of footage that you want to put music over. And then you can try some of your um, uh, selected music pieces and try it out. And so when you when you start the Assessor, you can try out those different pieces of music with the footage. Now, once you uh, you can even share that with people that are involved on in the film, i.e., the director and the uh, producer. And if they like it, you just go, simply go to the uh, Crumbs checkout, and in there you will see a list of things that options for that clearance. So, for example, the first thing you'll see is the use category, and in that. We have three things. We have advertising, films, TV, games, etc., and then brand use, personal use, another. So if we chose the film section, it then would pop up type of production. And, of course, there's many different types of uses, but you could put in there that it's a, a low-budget film between $1 and $5 million. And then you could put in the criteria of, 15, 30, 60 seconds, 180 seconds, more than 180 seconds. And then that will, you put your start date in, and then you put your license duration for a film, you'd need it for perpetual. And then a geographic region, you, you choose worldwide, although you have other choices as well. And since you've done that, the price will come up and say it's uh, three and a half thousand bucks. You then, uh, it'll invite you to add to the cart. You then um, get the opportunity to read the agreement. The agreement comes up and we'll have all the details of that track, who it's written by, the cost, et cetera, et cetera. And the user will then sign that. And then once you sign it, you'll go to the checkout. There'll be a few more questions about the production for tracking purposes. You put your credit card in, you pay for it, and you're off to, and you're good to go. Basically, you, you then have the ability to download that that piece of music in the format you require, and um, you've got it cleared, and you can go and use that in your project. So, do you also get a clearance document that you can provide us? Absolutely, you get your your end user agreement with all the details. By the way, people submitting tracks to us come on to in a minute have an opportunity to opt out of things like smoking, religion, politics, uh, so that, that their copyrights don't have to necessarily be used in, in those type of films. Well, this sounds simple uh, from them. They just basically find their music, kind of preview it with their video clips, and choose their use and, and pay for it. And then they get all the documentation and the media they need, and they're ready to go. Is that right? Yes, and they've got the details for credits and everything else they need. So from... Uh traditional production side what changes would a company or a music supervisor need to do to implement pre-cleared music licensing basically if the track is acceptable it cuts out the lawyer <laughs> because the legal time because usually after a music supervisor would have chosen the music 
then the legal department would then have to go and try and clear it. It used to be the role of, um, in, in Europe, as a music supervisor, I used to have to do that part of it too. And then once having agreed the basic terms, it would then go to a lawyer to negotiate, the, uh, issue the contracts and, and, and get it completed. So this is a very swift solution. So can any musician submit to Crumb's music? Yeah, they're able to submit their music. And, and what happens here is that when they submit their music, they have the option to fill out the metadata about that track, the owner's information. And then what they would do is they would upload that. And we would then, at this end, almost every day, people are sending things in. So for the moment, for example, if I look at in process, it shows that we have <laughs> nearly a thousand tracks still to be a and would And what we do is our little team, we, we listen to the tracks. And if we like them, then what we do is we approve them. And then they, a contract sent back to them, to the people that have submitted the tracks. And they can sign it. It's um, a non-exclusive agreement, so it's very friendly to them. They keep their rights. And then once it comes back, we assign a category to it. So it, it could be a new and emerging artist, or it could be an established artist, or it could be a chart artist, or it could be stock production library. And depending which uh, category we assign, we'll determine the, the, the price of those tracks. So stock production music is uh, cheaper than authentic established, uh, uh, sorry, uh, new and emerging artists. Established artists are a little more and chart artists are an extra uplift on, on the prices. So that's basically it. I hope that explains it. Yeah, you did good. Once the, once the track has come back signed, then we assign that to the Crumbs catalog. So Crumbs pitches it or makes it available to the movies and the TV shows and the game developers, and then, then that's how they get their license fees, right? And, and for corporate use. And then, and then what happens then is that we take a percentage of the license fee. If we get, if it's just one or two tracks, we give the rights holders 60% and we keep 40%. If we're getting a volume of tracks, say from a label, then we will improve that. Wow, that's uh, pretty generous. As I understand that the typical industry is about 50-50, so Crumb's a little bit more generous with the artists than the other companies. Is that about right? It sounds right to me, yes. <laughs> I saw your bio. You've been a music supervisor over 70 films. And TV things, absolutely, yeah. So anyway, I had a, a good background in all that. One of the things that really, the reason we formed Crumb's was that I, I just got frustrated with the length of time it took to clear rights. And uh, I thought, I'm going to find a new way of doing this. And so I always had this idea for, I've had it for about a decade or more, but I was um, finally had the time to do it and get it together about uh, four, four years ago, I, I guess now we're coming up at the end of this year. You know, with bootstrapping and all the rest of it, we, we've managed to get, I think, a really cool site. And uh, with our, our tech uh, partners, Tisby, we, we've managed to get this far. And uh, we've now got about 6,000 tracks. 
that are pre-cleared, so it's a nice start. We're looking to update this to about 17,000 in the next year or so and continue growth over the next uh, three, four, five years. Impressive. So, I, you know, I'm just amazed that you can balance the, you know, the artist's interests with the, you know, producers and the supervisor's interests. Uh, what a great spot you're in for Crumbs and, and helping them to do that. Is there anything else you want to share with the audience about pre-cleared music licensing? I think one of the things that I'm, I'm very sympathetic to, I've always enjoyed helping new and emerging artists. Uh, I also enjoy helping some established artists that have not really had the opportunity in recent years, the way that the industry has changed so so dramatically. There really is two sides of the music business. You've got the major companies and owning all the established rights and so on and so forth. And it, it's not helped a lot of the new and emerging artists, uh, and as I just mentioned, some of the old established artists. So this is a, a great way to help them to exploit their works before they get to a major status. Some of their stuff is just absolutely brilliant. And it's also a great discovery tool for new and emerging talent. So that keeps me very keen and uh, very ambitious for, on their behalf. And I like empowering the artists when they're really trying hard to succeed. It's a great deal for them because they keep their copyrights. So, Ray, we've loved having you on today as a guest on the show. Uh, can you tell our listeners uh, where they can find out more information about Crumbs Music? Sure. They can go to www.crumbsmusic.com. They can sign up there. It costs nothing. And they can poke around the site and get an idea of what it's all about. They can always drop me a, a, an email at ray at crumbsmusic.com. Wow. So you actually submit to the guy that, that found and signed Elton John and did all those artists and uh, absolutely amazing. Thank you for sharing with us today, Ray. I'm looking forward to see what happens at Crumbs over the next couple of years. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thank you very much indeed. Enjoyed it.